This is the podcast that helps you get through your daily battle. La batalla te ayuda a poder batallar el día con Colibri y el Super La Vaca. For our listeners, let's introduce ourselves. Talk a little bit about El Super La Vaca. Tell us. I'm a super vaca. No, I'm a people person. You're a people person? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a numbers guy that likes people. <laughs> yeah, that likes people. Look, look, I tend to talk too much. So let me see if I can tell you my elevator pitch in 10 seconds. My speech, you can hear my accent. So it comes in and out. Okay. Pitch it. Pitch it to me. All right, here's the pitch. Ready? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the timer. I'm a strategist. Making you more money by figuring out ways to move, be more effective with less. That's it. That's it. I solve your problems. Oh, my God. So that's what I do. I I help you make more money with no money. (laughs) But you have to pay me. (laughs) Ah, I thought. The cash. Well, you got to pay. You got to pay. You got to pay pay to play, right? You got to pay. You got to pay. Pay to play. Well, what about you? Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about you? A teacher, dancer, performer. I choreograph. I'm a producer. You're an artist. Uh, I'm an artist. I'm an artist. But, but you're a social media person too, though. No, I mean, not, I'm not really. I don't consider myself a social media I know, person. You're, I really you're don't. Cool. I'm being honest. I'm, I have a, a lovely relationship with social media. Yeah, I mean, you know, so to a point, it's good. So here are the pros and cons in my view. And it, like, you know, Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. Oh, no, Cliff Notes. Hey, Cliff Notes. Here we go. Cliff Notes. I'm so, going to get insulted. <laughs> <laughs> people, this is how she folks, people. Oh my I'm God. ready. I'm no, ready to myself. No, no, my opinion. You know, it's an opinion. It's, it's like, okay, the, the pros. Shameless plug. Not... Go to my YouTube no, channel, Strategy me. and Performance channel, and you'll see me. Okay, go ahead. Listen okay. Give it. The pros of social media is that, yes, you have fantastic opportunity to people that I think otherwise would not have that opportunity. And you can reach so many people now. Because it's a great way to connect quickly online through the internet. So that's the wonderful thing about it. You you can provide what you have to offer. The cons to it, I think, is that sometimes it gets bogged down with just a bunch of people who are just trying to dazzle. So then you end up low quality content just because you want a million followers and subscribers and likes. Obviously, it's something that we could talk longer about. But yeah, that's, that's my view. I like your view. I like everybody's view. I think we're in a free country, and I think people are allowed to have their views as long as they yeah. don't come down somebody else's Exactly. La batalla will be back in a moment. Welcome our listeners for joining us here in La Batalla. Today, we are interviewing Esteban Ventura, a.k.a. El Aguila. Esteban Ventura is a telecommunications executive with 33 years experience in the cable TV industry, most recently with Time Warner as the VP and general manager. Let's say hello to Esteban Aguila. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing today? We're doing pretty good. 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 Fun being here on the show with Colibri and uh, Super La Vaca. Super La Vaca. (laughs) 
Can you tell us really briefly uh, what your work experience is? Most recently, the highlight of my career and really be being a professional business administrator and VP for a major cable television corporation. And you've worked with companies like Tin In Network. Am I saying that correct? Tie In Tie In Network. Yeah, I did uh, some work with Tie In Network. That is a education satellite educational communications company that did satellite installations for public education uh, in high schools, colleges, uh, you know, universities all across the country. And I did quite a bit of travel with them, visited quite a bit of a couple of universities and did uh, satellite downlinking installations for a proprietary program that they had that gave a teacher and professor enrichment classes. And they also did uh, classes for students. I'll do my best to go ahead and answer your questions and hopefully I'll be able to help. All right. So the first question here, you know, what do you think are the reasons why a boss may be perceived as difficult by uh, his or her employees? Well, there are lots of reasons why a boss may be perceived as difficult or be difficult. You know, the number one reason could be that your boss is under pressure from his boss or her boss. And maybe, you know, your boss is not meeting the expectations from their boss. They may not be meeting their given deadlines. They may not be meeting uh, budgeting. They may be having family problems at home. So there's lots of reasons why people are difficult to work. So do you believe that of the goals that a boss may have may determine behavior? Sure. I mean, remember, uh, depending on the level management that this person is, or they, I mean, you could have a difficult boss in the restaurant, you could have a difficult boss in a private corporation, you could have a difficult boss in a very large corporation like I work for. So could have a difficult boss in any one of those scenarios. Uh, I think the important thing would be to work with your boss and try to find out what's going on. For me, in my example, one thing that I had foremost in my mind was, always, I would never embarrass my boss in front of his boss or embarrass my boss by not meeting or helping my boss make his or her goal. So we can say that that's probably number one thing in terms of, okay, I have a difficult boss. What's the first thing I can do? Well, try not to embarrass them, right? <laughs> or just don't embarrass them. Uh, well, yeah, you got you to remember that in order for you to advance in any business, no matter what the business is, you need to work with your boss because the person that's going to give you your promotion is, guess who? It's your boss. I mean, your boss is the one that's going to recommend you either for a promotion, for a raise, whatever the case may be. So in order for that to happen, you need to work with them, be uh, in, in concert with them as far as what are the corporate goals and what are the objectives that need to be met. La Batalla will be back in a moment. Now, getting back to the subject of a difficult boss, so I'm in a role and I have a difficult boss. So I apply the first thing, which is to make sure that, you know, I don't make them look bad in front of their superiors. Now, is there anything that I can do to, like, find out why they are being difficult? Is it when you had somebody you worked that was difficult, what do you do to find out or narrow down where the issue is coming from so you could then remediate that? 
the word difficult boss to some people is it sometimes it may not be as, as difficult as it sounds. I mean, yeah, there may be some bosses that are a little bit hard to work for. And so one of the things that you do there is, especially at the level that the employee may be, you have employees at the employee level, you have employees at the lead level, you have employees at a supervisory level, you have employees at a management level. So depending on the level of the employee, and they presume that they have a different boss. So let's say we're talking about a manager who runs a department. This manager seems to think that his the her boss is difficult. Well, what they need to do is they need to understand their boss and their boss's job and what their boss's goals are, what the boss is trying to achieve. But they have to manage upward and downward. So when you manage downward, of course, you're managing the people that you're responsible for as a supervisor or a manager. But you have to manage upward. You have to manage to your boss and your boss's boss. You need to get to know both of them. You need to know what their goals are. You need to know what to say and what not to say. And you do that by having typical conversations with them when you're working on a project. Hey, boss, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Would it be a good idea if I tried this or try that? I have an idea of how maybe we could meet our financial results by trying something else. So you got to work those things out to know what boss is thinking you can achieve a lot of good by doing things like that. Now, for some of our audience that's listening that's in certain corporate industries, I just want to, I'm sure they're thinking that they're calling bosses now leaders. In some in some industries, they're focusing to using the word leader. So if you're in that industry, a leader is a boss and a boss is a leader. I mean, not all bosses are leaders, so leadership well, is a very specific thing. That's true. And you know what? We should talk about that because that's kind of like a hot topic. I, I don't think a lot of people know the difference between what a boss and a leader is. La Batalla will be back in a moment. La Batalla podcast is brought to you by Anchorsaw Productions and Graphic Stats. Visit graphicstats.com. La Batalla. We are back. My last question in my notes. At any point when you're working, are there any warning signs? Is there anything that tells you that, hey, you know what? I've, I've gotten this red flag. It's time to look for another person to work for. Well, yeah, if you look closely, there are and there aren't. Uh, but there are warning signs sometimes that you're in jeopardy with your boss. He or she may be showing signs of growing frustration with you. So you need to find out why why are they showing these frustrations? Well, one of the things could be that maybe there are small errors in your report and you're not looking very carefully or reviewing your reports to them by before you send them to them. Maybe your department's budgeting results are not where they should be and what your boss is expecting to be. Your subordinates may be complaining to your boss about you. Push, you know, you also may seeing that your boss is pushing you harder and harder uh, also to see if you collapse under pressure. So there are warning signs. There must be a motive and some reasoning behind this. So before you say, adios and hasta la vista, baby, uh, see you later, I'm quitting, okay. uh, you need to see if maybe you're slacking off. You need to see what's going on with your boss. Why are they irritated? Why are they being more and more unhappy with, your, with you? Maybe your performance is falling down. Uh, maybe you're not performing to your full potential, and your boss knows that you could do a lot more. Like you were saying earlier about bosses and managers and leaders, there are a lot of managers responsible for other employees who are also leaders and mentors. And I can give you a quick example of that. In my case, my vice president, 
senior corporate vice president managed down to me and to the corporation with stockholders in, in the corporate office in New York. I managed the whole business unit. So I was responsible for 200 and some odd employees, seven senior managers, people who were making a lot of money. These managers also had their respective department supervisors and their respective department people. But if a manager is not involved with their department managers and their department employees and know that their department is going the right direction, they're in trouble. You need to know your business. You need to know the business of the people you have working under you. So a manager not only has to manage his responsibilities, but they also have to manage the employees. They have to find out and make sure that their employees are happy with them, make sure that the employees are having a good quality of life, make sure that the employees want to work for them. When an employee doesn't want to work for a supervisor or a manager, you have issues. Your corporation is not going to succeed. One of the things that I did when I was given my first opportunity as the top dog in the business was I made sure I had the right management team in place, make sure that the right management team that I had in place knew their business. They were experts at marketing. They were experts at selling. They were experts at technic at technical issues. They were experts at managing people. They were experts at customer service. And then those people at customer service had to be experts at managing the customers and potential customers, taking care of our customers. So it's a whole chain of events. And if you don't personally make sure that all of your employees are in tune with their goals, their department goals, and how their department fits in the corporation, then it's difficult to have a successful business. So yeah, there are signs. Just make sure that you know what you're supposed to do, what's expected of you, what your potential is. And uh, if you don't have a manager that's trying to help you reach your full potential, then there may be something that you may be to look out for because I made sure that I taught my people everything that I knew ever since I was a manager and a supervisor. So there are a lot of people that are afraid to teach their employees what they know because the person that's coming to my head is, I'm going to lose my job because this guy's going to take it away. So, yeah, um, there are warning signs, but learn to know them and you can successfully. Now, if everything is not working out right, then if you're not happy at your job, then, yeah, you may need to start sitting and getting your resume ready to look for another job. So recognizing your employee's potential and not being afraid to help people grow and shine, you know, shine their light because that's only going to help your company. That's the way you're going to do it. You got to surround yourself with people that are just as good or better than you are and make that team. Once you have that team, then your team is happy, you're happy, and rewarding your team handsomely, making sure that it's worth for them to give of themselves for you. So you got to have a good pay, you got to have good benefits. There's a lot that goes with that. But that's the success story. That's what you got to do to be successful. So for somebody that's in the, in the lower level, they need to first make sure that they are performing to their manager's expectations. And then once they feel like they understand their manager's goals and their manager's sort of knowledge of their communication, then they also need to feel like the manager's actually looking out for their development. Correct. Um, if, you're, if your manager isn't trying to help you develop and help you succeed in your job, then maybe that manager's afraid you're going to take their job away from them. All right. But Excellent. if you help them, they should be helping you. It's a team effort. Okay. Here's one last scenario. This is one of our, our listeners that said, 
let me go ahead and read this to you. I have a great relationship with my director, and they look out for my development. Now, we have a senior vice president that meets with everybody, but they haven't met with me. They scheduled their one-on-one -on -one meeting, and they keep postpone, postponing it, or they manage to have something come up. What should I make of this? I think then at that point in time, it could be quite obvious that that person does not want to meet with uh, that employee. And then if that employee then has a manager, there is an in-between between both those levels, obviously, then that employee needs to make things clear with their director, their manager, so that they can go ahead and try to find out what's going on between them and the senior person. The Eagle, thank you for taking the time to uh, talk with us and uh, giving us your insights and our listeners. It's a great interview. We appreciate you coming by. And we'd love to have you back. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure to be with both you all. Tell us your thoughts about how to manage a, a rogue boss or a bad boss. Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> ah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Well, we gotta, we gotta, Real we gotta talk. wrap it up. Real but, talk. But I read an article from Work at Daily, and they put an article that was, if you do this ten things, you're a bad coworker. Oh you're wow. A trouble okay. employee. Yeah. Yes. And oh. and they were, they were. If you gossip, if you spread rumors. Okay. Here we go. Drum roll, please. All right. Credit okay. to work it daily. Dale. Number one, gossiping about your coworkers. Number two, having a bad attitude at work. Number three, distracting your coworkers while on the job. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, some people just keep distracting other people. I'm like, leave me alone. Just go to your desk. I, I need to have work to do. Okay, taking credit <laughs> for your coworkers' work. I see that all the time. Oh my God, it. yeah. I have too. people I call that. me all the time. Oh, not pulling your weight in the office. And if you're not in an office, well, not pulling your weight in the construction site, you know? There's always that guy that's just standing around looking at everybody, right? Immediately yeah. shooting down a coworker's idea. Yeah, that's actually really interesting because sometimes I think people tend to be very reactionary right away. And if yeah. you take just a minute, take a beat, take a beat, think about it, look at it. Uh, it might turn out to be pretty cool, but a lot of times we're like, no, 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 you know, I've seen that before. You're bringing personal oh. issues into the workplace. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to hear about your operation. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mira, I que, mira, que, mira que, que tuve que se me rompió aquí una pierna. Oh, look, I'm going to have open-heart surgery. You know, they got this thing, it's gushing out, and oh, it's no. just terrible. I mean, I've got 80% blockage. They got to oh, cut no. the aorta. They're going to go in through my back. They're going to oh, no. crack the ribs. I'm like, look, ow, ow, tell ow. me that you're having ow. an operation. Yeah, tell me you're having an operation, and I, will, having... and I will give you your best wishes and pray for you. I don't want to hear that they got to crack your ribs. They got to go through <laughs> your back because they can't go in the front because of your oh, plate. My... I've had that happen. But this, oh. is how, <laughs> this is exactly how I feel about when people post pictures of their terrible surgeries online. Oh, this is how it's, I feel. It's this content. Is exactly, um, it's I, content. I, I, I just quickly, like, hide. <laughs> I can't. Quality. I just can't. No, no blood, no weird. I mean, I feel bad. 
I feel for them, and I'll send a note. I want to know, you know, if they're okay, but I, I just can't. It's graphic. Quality. I can't. Listen, I can't people. I can't. Quality, I can't. quality over quantity. You don't have to show us pictures <laughs> of your bunions, you know. Okay. <laughs> you know what? If you have a uh, whoever your boss is, supervisor, leader, whatever you want to call them, and you need to have a medical procedure done, right? And you're going to say, I'm going to be out. Okay, now I'm right. talking about when you have to be out because of a medical leave or whatever. Right, So right. when you do this, my advice for everybody is do not tell your leader about your procedure. Let's say you're having heart surgery. You may want to say, I'm not just having surgery to take care of an issue. I'll be okay. out for a while. Because one time. Why, why, why? I told like, my supervisor, obviously this is in confidence, right? I'll tell you why. Not everybody has the same boss, but uh, you never know. I had this boss that was one of the best leaders I had, manager, bosses, whatever. I told him, okay, I'm going to have this procedure. I'm going to have a procedure done. And he's like, okay, is everything okay? You're, you know, I'm like, yeah, I need this done. And it was a private, it was one of those operations you don't want to tell people, okay, I'm going to, they're going to operate on my, you know, rear end or something, you know? It's not like but that's not but, right. No, but that's not what you were having. You weren't having a rear well, end. You know, help. Our well, listeners wait. are gonna think you're having a rear end. You're not. You what? You were having. Well, a I'm serious? just giving you an example. Well, I mean, some yeah. people may have something serious, like let's say heart surgery, or they're gonna operate right. on their ovaries. So oh I'm, my god! I, I'm telling you because I'm not gonna tell people what my procedure was. It's, it violates HIPAA law. You know, you can't disclose medical information. Anyways, so I told them this is what I'm having done. Of course, I don't want everybody to know that I'm getting my toe fixed or whatever, but anyway. So then, the following week, right before I, I go, I have this random person that I barely know from some other department come up to me and say, I hope you're okay. I will be praying for you to make sure that your procedure where they're going to open this and that goes well. And I'm like, okay. Oh, the world wow. do you know that I'm having procedure for my, you know, rear end. <laughs> I don't okay. know where that came from because there was only one person <laughs> I told. So this is why you don't tell your supervisor or oh your say, I'm going to have some sur- surgery and I'm going to be down, but I'll be back. Don't tell them. So unless you want the whole office to know, don't tell well, them because you never know. Clearly this person was not very professional. Everybody always talks if you think about it. Everybody always talks. And I think, you know, what happened is I had, like, everybody in the office really liked me, and I liked everybody, and some people around the office are very concerned, and they have good relationships. And this person, you know, I didn't know them that well, but, you know, they were seriously concerned. Right. They wanted to wish me luck, but I didn't know, I didn't feel like I knew them enough for me to tell them that, so. No, no, I understand. It's true. It's private. It's a pri- and, and, of course, obviously, you got to talk to your boss about that because you're going to be out. But yeah. you don't want to have to share the whole, your whole, you know, freaking deal with everybody in the office. It's like oh, people yeah. who barely know. No, absolutely. Finishing off, here we go. Then you have being passive-aggressive. That happens all the time. Then you have constantly showing up late to work. We all know that person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the last one. Especially if, you you know, people, because you're wasting everybody else's time. 
they're driving there. Maybe they're driving from far away. They're, you know, they're there early. I can make an example here. If you're putting together a show and you're dancing and you're choreographing, how rude. And I, I get it that sometimes things happen there's accidents on the road that you have no control over you try to leave earlier but if you're constantly it's a habit where you're always late and then it just bogs down the work you know what things happen all the time and you know it's just you just need to sorry i'm late and if you want to make an excuse make it a five or three second excuse you don't need to sit there sorry i was late there was an accident chickens were on the road I spilled my coffee on my lap, and then I spun three times, but luckily nothing happened to the car, and then my husband called me because he left his key. You know, some people just go on and on. Find La Batalla Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. SoundCloud.com slash Batalla Podcast. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Batalla Podcast. Thank you for listening to La Batalla. We hope you enjoyed the show. On our next show, we will air part two of our interview with El Aguila, where we will discuss differences between men and women bosses. Hasta luego.